0: I get my dad. He's okay. Uncle Sam, I want to know what you're doing with the fing Where was that when I said that? Hey, d Kind of was a leafy. I tried to just urge you not to throw up in your mouth. Okay, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. See, oh man. Chaos. Ugliness. No, and hilarity. Not there. Armstrong and Getty. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. What got me the most was my soap. He stole my soap. Who steals soap? I give
1: you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now, Here's Armstrong and
0: Getty Live from Studio C
2: It is a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compounded today to kick off the serious portion of the year (laughs) We're under the tutelage of our general manager,
1: Judge Brett Kavanaugh, leading jurist, respected coast-to-coast, or dangerous fascist, we will come for your rights and shove them up your arse. Summer is over.
2: No more smiles on your face. No more messing around. That's right. We're serious from here on out. Until so we get to that whole month holiday thing of Thanksgiving and Christmas and everything. But until then, serious time. School, work,
1: dark colored shoes, autumn leaves. Find a grindstone and put your nose on it. Midterm elections. It's time
2: to get serious. No more messing around. Barbecues and boating. Please. Huh? Please. It's Fools. way to run a life or a nation. Are you children? Exactly. Time to get serious. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to uh, kick off the serious portion of the year. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping and toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
0: Uh, very good. It is a serious
3: time of the year, and um, as you know... As sep- I mentioned. Yes, it's September 4th, and if you're not driving around with tire chains on 24-7 by this point, you're <laughs> right. just putting your family at risk.
2: Right? <laughs> right? So. Yes, there's Positive Sean, whose
3: smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? I'm doing better than the uh, 200-year-old national museum in Brazil, which was destroyed by a fire this past weekend. That sucks. Uh, losing some 20 million items, including the world's uh, the oldest skeleton in the Americans. How do what dinosaur bones burn up? They burn up. I guess they burn up. And uh, well, a, people bones too, right? One local politician there called it a lobotomy of the Brazilian memory. Yeah. Um, this gives me kind of weird shades of uh, the Library of Alexandria stuff. Now I know oh, yeah. if you guys had a time machine, you'd do something fascinating, like go back to the Dukakis campaign no. and really yeah. figure out what what
2: happened. No, there. What I, went
1: wrong? You were so appealing. Yeah. I'd, I'd go
2: back to next Wednesday. Had a really good meal that day. Uh, yeah, if yeah, I had a yeah. time machine, I'd go back to last Wednesday. On my oh, yeah.
3: short list of things would be Library of <laughs> Alexandria. I would be fascinated to learn like at what sort of knowledge had accrued there before it just all lost. Before we had
1: things it like hard drives to save and languages it. you don't speak, you just stare at them. Oh, Damn well, it! I'd, then you get back. <laughs> Your time machine. I'd be there with my smartphone and
3: Google Translate. That's
1: terrible. That's a bad idea. You know what it reminds me of is that uh, Iraq museum with priceless antiquities that got looted back during the uh, uh, the somewhat poorly run invasion of that country.
2: Yeah, and then also one of the great archaeological sites on Earth that got blown up by ISIS uh, right last year, which yep. really
0: sucks um There's Marshall Phillips who does our news each and every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. My uh, Labor Day break very productive. Fueled by the grape, I cleaned the microwave, mopped the kitchen floor, got a haircut, and carried out a combo dump run and casino adventure. Wow. Cleaning the microwave is like a five minute job. How does that make the list of anything? <laughs> what? <laughs> you haven't seen my microwave. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I mean, come on now. It was uh, it was crusty. I wow, mean, how long so- did you let it go? oh I don't know if I've ever cleaned it. I can't have a dirty microwave. Oh, it, it won't last a day. Tricky. I oh. can't have a dirty microwave. It uh, would
3: require a hazmat team earning hazard pay. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> I dug in, I scraped, I scrubbed. The dump run went very, very well, but I rediscovered the fact you do not always win at those fickle, fickle gaming <laughs> tables. <laughs> so this morning... You don't always win. No. Huh. Uh, this that's morning, a lesson. I am not bringing home the bacon. Did you just womp want, want chance? How dare, how dare you
1: womp womp bacon? How dare you, sir? How absolutely dare you? You know
2: those billboards alongside the road everybody's got their heads thrown back, showing oh, yeah. their showing their teeth with laughter, they right. seem to be very happy very I've well- never seen a billboard if anybody slumped over looking sad <laughs> like they lost
0: cherry kind of rock w- well dressed <laughs> young attractive people all yeah. having a great
1: time. That's disappointing. Yeah, Uh, nobody uh, saying, yeah, honey, there's going to be a problem with the house payment this month. (laughs) You don't get that a lot in the commercials. Mm -mm. Uh, I'm Jack
2: Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, September 4th, known as Serious Time. The year 2018, we're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
1: All right, let's get down to it. It's time to fall onto our duties. Precisely according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. Some lives are so vivid, it's difficult to imagine them ended some voices are so vibrant and distinctive it's hard to think of them still hello
2: from the mccain funeral which was several days ago but uh, that applies to any funeral you've ever been to that's a little heavy i realize this is a serious time of the season sure, yeah according, not, according to
0: you <laughs> not that serious what are other headlines marshall phillips al well, trump slams the attorney general sessions over investigations into two republican congressmen I,
2: I, i'll tell you what i didn't miss that over our days off Jeez. Be what? Being
1: outraged over something Trump said? Well,
2: I'm not outraged.
1: No, you I'm should never be. outraged. You <laughs> must be.
2: I have to hear it, though. I want to stab my ears out with ice picks. <laughs> I heard that. Trump said
1: something bad about Sessions. Who? effing cares. It's unprecedented, Jack. We'll take your calls.
0: Uh, and listen, maybe you're having a bad day at work today. You're more appreciated than Jeff Sessions. <laughs> Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Congressional grilling kicks off today, and the former 49er Colin Kaepernick's got a new job. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Giddy. Yeah, the whole oh, Nike-Kaepernick yeah. NFL collusion thing. That's a pretty interesting
2: story. I like that one. We'll be talking about that. How does the mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. Little this, little that. Are people going to be boycotting Nike?
1: That are super. Oh, of course. Yeah. Lots of them, and I would like to blast Nike. All right. I did. There's it's an idiotic idea. You know what I say to that? Just do it.
2: All right, huh? All right, I will. You're going to blast Nike? Just do it. I will. Huh? You see the irony there? Yeah, very funny. Yeah. Uh, In a little while, Thank I you. will. <laughs> so we got all that coming up. I'm going to be an Adidas man from here on out. Sure, huh? Hell, maybe even Puma, New Balance no more nike for me puma that's absolutely i'll be wearing my puma's as i burn my nikes on social media exactly stay tuned to the armstrong and getty
0: show
1: armstrong and getty the conscience of the nation
2: interesting business that word is interesting Good, interesting business article i was just reading about uh, why walmart and target both had a couple of their biggest quarters in decades in the case of target and a decade in the case of walmart hmm. on and the return of brick and mortar stores just recently um what's going on there so stay tuned it's kind of interesting well I'll, well i'll adjust my portfolio accordingly a couple of yeah, exactly, right. a couple Stock of, investor uh, <laughs> Sean, couple of things going on, and then we'll get into it later. With uh, it, it's hard to know how much of which though. Uh, changes understanding the threat from Amazon, trying to uh, come up with new ideas, or do people just have more money in their pocket
1: because of the whole uh, Trump tax thing? Plus the effect of I just I really want to get this in all right. Yes. Plus the effect of Trumponomics exactly. <laughs> Which could
2: be? What if that's the whole thing and retail is still dead? It just <laughs> had a nice quarter because people have the extra money.
1: Man, it has a great deal to do with Trumponomics. Exactly.
2: <clears throat> has anybody? Uh, no. Started. You just did. Okay. You just came up with Trump. What
1: Trumponomics? Trumponomics. Okay. I kind of I feel like maybe the first guy who started spreading AIDS or uh, what or Ebola. What? I feel like I'm patient zero.
2: I, I don't think it's like what?
3: that. I, no,
1: I feel like I'm patient zero for something terrible. I feel like I feel like Jeez. I've started something terrible. That's That's not a good analogy. Well, no, I, it's just it started <sighs> with me and now I'm ashamed. Wow. Mailbag!
0: How about How about a uh,
2: How about a guy what? who started the wave as opposed to a guy who well, started the the wave AIDS. is fun
0: for
1: fans of all ages. The wave is a good thing. It's people joining together. My uh, daughter (laughs) went to a uh, Major League Baseball game with her boyfriend and and another couple. uh, Because my buddy Brian the umpire was umpiring there. And we got tickets for him and the rest of it. But uh, her boyfriend doesn't like sports at all. So that could be an issue. An issue with me. But he had fun at the baseball game. Because you can chat with each other and look around and eat food and the rest of it. Like, yeah, it's fun to go to sports games. Yeah, go. Go. Yeah. I've made a transition in my
2: life, as you know. I've gone from anybody who doesn't like sports, I hold at arm's length as a weirdo, mm. to
1: I admire anybody who has not wasted great deals <laughs> of hours doing it. Yeah, so. I kind of go back and forth myself. Uh, let's uh, move on now. Of to course, the you got to
2: be doing something more productive.
1: If you're doing something every bit as not productive,
2: well, then no. What's the difference? You just traded one entertainment for another, right?
1: And you're not talking about unproductive. You have to relax. You know, you have to take a load off. You have to distract yourself occasionally and just put your mind somewhere other than your worries. But sports fandom frequently crosses a threshold way down. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. You're right i know, burned all my Nikes,
2: by the way, during the the commercials. i burned all my Nike.
1: The smell of gasoline around here is suffocating. Uh, If you haven't heard what Nike did, stay tuned. Sitting around the uh, table with a bunch of manly men this weekend, talking about the NFL season. Wide consensus. Nah, not really excited about it. Hmm. Uh, Among uh, serious football fans. That's interesting. Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's, uh, it's a thing, as the kids say. It's real. So, uh, moving along, here's your freedom-loving quote of the day in that it's freedom from uh, meaninglessness. Victor Frankl, who keeps coming up, psychologist, neurologist, philosopher, thinker, writer. Only person I've ever heard of named Frankl. Survived three years in a concentration camp. And he's going to lord that over us. Here's your quote. Wow. 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 You made the AIDS joke. I went wow. there. Yeah, well, you win. Life is never made unbearable by circumstances, but only by lack of meaning and purpose. Ah, that's what he said. What? He spent his time at the concentration camp counseling other prisoners. Came to the realizations that the one, the realization that the ones who felt they still had a purpose might have been children to care for, goals to accomplish, things to finish, were much better able to cope with the extreme circumstances than those who had lived only for pleasure.
2: Well, that's yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think he invented that thought, but it's good to be reminded of it.
1: Certainly, yeah. Jack and Joe have their kids. Writes uh, Jess in Dallas. That's the that's already have a uh, national show. Yeah, that's some of the oldest
2: wisdom that exists. It's just very easy getting back to watching sports or whatever. Yeah, it's very easy to get out of that.
1: But he points out Jack and Joe have their kids. Sean has his cats. Michael won't tell anyone what the hell he's got going on, but I'm sure it's great. Looking at you, Marshall, when are you going to find purpose and stop living for pleasure?
2: <laughs> the kids thing does help. As I said, after I had kids, it's uh, it's uh, it, it, it easily organizes your life unless you don't give a crap. Then you got a different situation. But sure. Yeah, you absolutely. all of a sudden know exactly what you need to do every single day. As opposed to, pr- prior to kids, it like, uh, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that, maybe I, well, should, not do this, what, maybe I should do Well, not only what, but
1: why. That. Yeah. You know why you're doing everything. Oh, you don't even have to sure. worry about it. Sure, yeah. Here's a nice note from Brian, one of many that had a, a big time listening to Friday's Best Of when we were lazily taking the day off, which was you know called from 20 years of the Armstrong and Getty show, including some wacky older clips that haven't been aired for a very long time, including the strippers who were yelling at each other and... Uh, calling you well. I'll just read it to you. Uh, well, thank you, Brian. Glad you enjoyed it so much. I'm looking forward to the next 20 years. Just a thought, though. You realize that put you both in your 70s? <laughs> that is wrong, Brian. I- I'm 41, turning 42 in the uh, in the late winter. So to the point of our career where it's time to start lying about our age. I'm going to dye my hair jet black. Get me some Botox. Hell yeah. Do you
2: consider you're in the autumn of your life or the winter of your life? <laughs> I don't, I don't say autumn, I say fall. But <laughs> I, I don't think about it. I say autumn <laughs> <laughs> and... I think I'm in the fall of my life. I, I really haven't considered it. You still think you're in the summer? No, I we don't look think in the about mayor. it
1: at all! <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, you don't
1: assign seasons to the point of your life? <laughs> no, I don't! <laughs> Although it sounds nice. I tell you what, I'd say I'm in the... I'm more in the... Uh, I'm wearing a hoodie instead of a tank top. I'd say, actually, you know, fitting with the weekend, I'm right
2: in the Labor Day of my
1: life. <laughs> wow. It is, fall has just begun. Summer's over. What an interesting coincidence. Summer is over. Fantastic. My favorite clip from the Anniversary Show writes Mr. Case near Portland. Uh, I wonder if he lives in Tigard, where my son was miserable for a year of his life. Tigard, huh. Oregon. Yeah.
2: So good to have a town you're miserable in.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I have one. Uh, he was, yeah, Rough Hood he lived in. Uh-huh. Rough Hood. Ooh, boy. My favorite clip from the anniversary show was the strippers arguing with each other in what amounted to the radio equivalent of a bum fight video. After flailing around for a few minutes, one of them finally landed the, quote, your wife's a whore haymaker to finish the bout. So the best part of the bit was when one of the strippers admitted having worked in government, to which Joe asked, so which of those jobs are you more ashamed of? (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Glad you enjoyed it, my friend. I did too, actually. So I'm
2: driving to the hospital... Trying to hold my son in the back seat because he's trying to crawl out the window because he's horrified about going to the hospital to get oh his brain scan. Oh, oh my God. And uh, we we're there all day long. I mean, this was an all-day sucker. I didn't realize it was going to be all day long. But um, on the way there, I, I I tried to tune on the radio maybe for a little distraction, hear a little the best of. I heard it like a tiny bit of the stripper thought. And the whole listening to the stripper argument so incongruous with holding down my son who is Screaming and yelling because he's about to go get jabbed full of
1: things. Whilst just driving. Thought,
2: you know what? This doesn't fit. So I had to turn it back off. Difficult
1: office. to enjoy it. Difficult yeah. to focus yeah, on I the, the witty repartee. I wasn't in the right place to really enjoy it. Mm. And so, well, it was available via podcast, which uh, executive producer Mike Hansen labored on that project. Ah, and, oh, my God. That's people what were do. very, very happy about that's that. That's what I'll so, do. I'll, yeah. I'll have my headphones on. It's all about customer service. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a nice note from Amy. Uh, good we're morning. We're like the Nordstroms of radio. A lot like that. I went to Facebook to check on family. I was greeted with extremely sexually explicit images in the friend suggestion section that comes up in the feed. As a grandma, happily married woman and Christian, I am so deeply disturbed and upset. I'm beginning to join Joe in his description of Mark Zuckerberg as the Antichrist. Looking forward to the next 20 years, and indeed, she sent along the images she mentioned. And, uh, Amy, I have, unfortunately... Uh, Because of my duties here on the Armstrong and Getty Show, I've been forced to look at pornography once or twice through the years just to understand the phenomenon. And indeed, those are pornographic images. You're quite correct. Quite correct. One of them is delightfully old-timey. It's like uh, Gutenberg thought, you know what, I ought to print. (laughs) I mean, back from that era. Sorry to hear that, Amy. Facebook. Shoving porn in front of your eyes,
2: people were way too hairy, pre like nineteen ninety would appear to me, oh
1: for God's sake, well, it's just do you have no restraint? The second twenty years has gotten off to a poor start, Michael. I'm in the labor day of my life. Would, I don't see any reason agree? to hold back, yeah, yeah, I agree yeah, yeah, here's Joe, uh, let's see on the topic of professors. funny, you should mention nutty professors. I'm mention them all the time there is no more. The, the, the intelligence and wisdom are often divorced in the ivory tower of academia. Oh, they don't God. see each other. They won't share the children. I've got some examples of that. It's something. Here's a good one. Uh, Joe says uh, he uh, flipped over to a news station at some point during our show, which is a terrible mistake. Don't oh, yeah. do that. One of their seemingly endless stable of professors was on, talking about how statements like uh, "John McCain lost his battle with brain cancer." He announced we should not be using martial phrases like "battle" or "fight" because of their militaristic connotations. You've got to. Can I please scream? Feel free, Joe. That helps.
2: Imagine, yeah. imagine living your life like that, and think you're do, and thinking you're accomplishing something by making comments like
1: that, and 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 uh, sitting impressionable youngsters in a room and lecturing them for months at a time until they start to believe you're making sense. That's the part that makes me crazy.
2: Yeah, there's two new books out on that topic, which we'll discuss later. Um, how we're making ourselves crazy and ruining an entire generation of Americans. Well, at least the generation that goes to college.
1: Yeah, yeah, true that. And finally, this. And finally, this. Hannah saying, I wanted to defend my working ladies. I like working with women. Then she goes into several paragraphs of how toxic it can be and how you have to just leave that workplace. But she likes balance. She doesn't want all men, she likes balance.
2: Yeah. But uh, interesting note. Do you have a queen bee in your workplace? We were talking about that last week. Marshall's got his news on the way. Boy, I can't wait to hear the latest Trump this or that. After four days of not hearing it, I just, I really hunger for it. I'm going to be angry about it on one side or the other, or maybe both. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Text, I love the anniversary clips from 20 years ago. What did I learn? Jack was regularly calling for people to be executed way back then, and that hasn't <laughs> changed one bit. I appreciate your consistency. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah.
3: oh,
0: boy. When that's
2: when I was in the spring of my life. But... When you're in charge, the executioner is going to be very busy. Now I'm in the Labor Day of my life. <laughs> Summer's over, but it's not officially summer, it's just kind of... It'll be warm
1: again from time to time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's
2: it's so good, it's almost eerie. You'll mention it's the
1: racist, racist Indian summer, perhaps? Mm. Uh, Let's get
2: the news now with Marsha Phillips.
0: Well, President Trump not taking Labor Day off. He was slamming Attorney General Jeff Sessions over investigations into two Republican congressmen by the Justice Department. Trump tweeting on Monday, quote, Obama-era investigations of two very popular Republican congressmen were brought to a well-publicized charge just ahead of the midterms by the Jeff Sessions Justice Department. Two easy wins now in doubt because there's not enough time. Good job, Jeff. Trump didn't name the congressman, but he was apparently referring to San Diego, California, Representative Duncan Hunter, indicted last month on charges that included spending campaign funds for personal expenses, and Representative Chris Collins of New York, who was also indicted last month on insider trading charges. Well,
1: given the history of blatantly political uh, justice departments, I, I kind of like Trump's nakedness about it. Calling openly for the Justice Department to be more political.
2: So here's your Kavanaugh knowledge for the morning. He has just sat down. Yes. With a uh, uh, kind of phony-looking smile on his face because he has to smile because everybody's taking pictures, like a gazillion pictures. Now, how long can you hold the same smile? He's a youthful fifty-three, and uh, they're getting ready to grill him, and he is absolutely going to be the next Supreme Court justice. There's just almost no way it could not happen at well, this point, even the, though the, the Dems
1: are going to try to trip him up, Jack. Ask him the hard questions: abortion, uh, executive power, I- impeachment, etc.
2: Who and Kamala Harris has already jumped into the mix. The there main the main thing you can accomplish yeah. here, because there's no way you can stop him from being the Supreme Court Justice, is you can Elevate yourself up to uh, you know a higher level in your in your crowd right. as a presidential candidate or whatever.
1: Wow, look at her; she's outraged. She started the day outraged. Bef- she woke up outraged. But be- she needs to, to get a new mattress. But she,
2: we'll have to figure out what this is because at the very beginning, he's just sat down. The chair of the committee is just starting with the uh, well, welcome everybody, and Kamala Harris has already jumped in with something to show she's a fighter. She's not going to put right. up with this. Right. Elevating her Mr. The...
1: Chairman, I protest uh, exactly. uh, sitting over here and you sitting over there. <laughs> or something. Anyway, we'll get into that later. And Chuck Grassley, who was 50 when Brett Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh was born 53 years ago. <laughs> Wasn't he in charge of the...
0: Uh... Are we going to make up the rules as we go? No.
1: no he, he was, huh? That wasn't him? <laughs> no.
0: Well, after a week of national mourning, it uh, concluded on Sunday with a private funeral for Senator John McCain. On Saturday, many of America's powerful politicos converged on Washington's National Cathedral. Yet eulogies offered by former presidents George W. Bush and Barack Obama and an impassioned commentary from McCain's daughter, Megan. I can't believe I have to hear this. She recalled her father as a great man. I can't believe I have to hear this. This is very controversial, Marshall. Go on. An American hero, she said, while appearing to take veiled swipes at the man her father expressly... I can't believe I have to hear this! Why? It's important. The Republic hangs in the balance. Or something. Veiled swipes at President Trump. Are we MSNBC? here to mourn the passing of American greatness. The real thing not cheap rhetoric from men who will never come near the sacrifice he gave so willingly.
2: Well, all right. So uh, in the modern media, which is run by lefties, um, if you make any comment about Trump, it doesn't matter what anybody else said. Sorry, Barack Obama and President Bush, your speeches, they probably both knew. They probably sat there and a pew and rolled their eyes. Okay, she made a veiled reference to Trump. That's the only thing that's going to be on the news. Shouldn't even have gotten up there and given my speech. Because mm-hmm. that's the only thing anybody cares about. Effing ridiculous news cycle. Effing ridiculous. What kind of way is this to run a country? This is, It's insane. It's insane. We can't live our lives like this hanging on the minutia of back and forths over who's mad at Trump. It's ridiculous.
0: Okay. Okay. I get it. I oh my get God. it. In other news, Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job in the NFL, but he does have a new deal with Nike. Has Trump tweeted about it yet? Oh my yeah. God. Kaepernick posted a Nike out of his face and wrote, Believe in something. Even if it means sacrificing everything, hashtag just do it.
1: We will discuss in
2: a few moments. So we got a uh, good uh, text on that. Uh, Kaepernick is like Al Bundy, failed athlete to shoe salesman. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. (laughs) You got to admit it. Shout out,
0: my friend. (laughs) Failed (laughs) athlete who's made $100 million, but damn,
1: well-crafted.
0: Kaepernick already had a deal with Nike that was set to expire, but it was renegotiated into a multi-year deal to make him one of the faces of Nike's 30th anniversary Just Do It campaign. No. Nike has chosen sides. A decision they will live to regret. You think so? Yes.
1: Hmm. Or No. No, I just think it's uh, it's an interesting move. Do you
2: think it's brave activism, as they're being given uh, no. credit for? Or it's just main, it's just plain a business decision? 100%. And they, thought, and they thought, we'll make more money with this than with that. Brave activism,
0: my ass. There isn't an ounce of that in this. That's I'll what explain.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. Unless, Unless Trump
1: says something, and I won't talk about that.
0: <laughs> I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong... Or somebody Get- says something about Trump. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Uh-oh, so Cory Booker had to jump
2: in, so this they're still in the opening comments of the confirmation hearing, and Kamala Harris jumped in, and Cory Booker jumped in, two people vying to be the headline at the end of the day, exactly. to be the sound clip at the end of the day, because they want to be the Democrat that's fighting this. With the Democrats having
3: lacking the actual levers of power to
1: stop any of this from actually happening, it no. seems
3: clear that their only game plan is just to sure. kind of muddy up the
1: process as well, much as Well, both of can. them would step on the head of a toddler to get news coverage at this point in or, their careers. Or each other. And what they're doing right now is bitching about they want more documents than yep. the millions that have already been produced. Yes. And the White House is treating it precisely the way the Obama administration did when Elena Kagan got uh, uh, nominated and she had an enormous paper trail. Ho-hum. Oh, oh, my. Oh, boy. All shut up. It's
2: no coincidence that two of the, uh, the the main rivals to try to be the 2020 nominee are jumping right off the bat to get right. part of the whole highlights package. The top of the hour news will have clips of either Kamala Harris or Cory Booker. Right. And that's what they wanted. This hour. Yeah,
1: this hour. And that's what they wanted. Stay Meanwhile, tune. Chuck Grassley continues to mourn the passing of the steam engine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is that ageism? Is that what that is? Maybe. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation. I got all the answers to your
0: questions. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: So, what's the new sl- slogan from Nike with Colin Kaepernick in the ad? I haven't actually seen the ad or heard the ad, or is it even out?
1: Hate America, love Nike, is the slogan
2: I believe. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's no, the same slogan. Oh. The just do it is the same slogan. Uh-huh.
3: The the phrasing that everybody has. Sometimes you have to. I'll get the exact phrasing. I don't want to yeah. mess it. Up. We yeah. probably ought to have the exact <laughs> phrase
2: before we start screaming and yelling about it or cheering it or whatever we're going to do. Mm. Um. Uh. We didn't get this text. Well, uh, there we go.
3: Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything.
2: There you go. That's what I like about that is the whole believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Is as, as Joe mentioned, I'm sure a bunch of executives, probably having done a, a whole bunch of uh, focus grouping, uh, figured out whether this was going to make them more money or not and determined that it would. So yeah. they went ahead and <clears throat> did it because it's going to make them more money. Not because, you know what, I don't care if we lose half our sales this year. It's worth making this important emotional, public, s- political stand at this point. No, you're, you're going to make more money,
1: you figured, by doing this. Yeah, according to our uh, focus grouping of the impressionable 14- to 24-year-old buyer, I identify with Colin Kaepernick, and therefore we uh, speculate our profits will rise, blah, blah. Yeah, see, here's what I don't like about the
2: thing. Or I don't know what Nike's demographic is. Everybody hmm. wears Nike, but they, you know, the whole Air Jordan thing <laughs> is pretty big in the, uh, the the black community, no doubt about it and everybody but I don't I don't
1: I don't i I don't think they' at any risk here so listen I'm not one of those people who gets mad at colin Kaepernick I, you know he's just kind of a misguided vaguely activist uh, you know reasonably bright guy with a hot activist girlfriend and they still together I don't know I didn't think that relationship would survive this I don't know uh but he, he, listen he, he thinks he's 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 protesting in favor of like not having bad stuff happen to minorities and and, and ending discrimination and then police shootings and the rest of it. And it's all very vague, but to hell, how can you be against it? I'm, I'm, I'm with him. I'm he's, with you, Colin. He's,
2: he's got more money than you could spend
1: in five lifetimes. Right. I want more justice, too. I think that's super duper. But the problem, <laughs> the problem with Colin Kaepernick is his deal is so vague. He's for more justice for black people and and all people i presume yeah me too me too but he decided to sit down during the national anthem make a big deal of it he's stuck by his guns i admire that actually i think he's misguided but i admire his his commitment to it but nike deciding their many hundreds of millions of billion dollar business is going to side with kind of a vaguely positive protesty like non-whitey youth feel good campus yelling, you know, screaming because Charles Murray's coming down here. Just that whole thing, deciding <laughs> to put their billions of dollars with that annoys the hell out of me. Particularly because it's got a uh, a real I hate this country vibe to it. Would you? Or this is a terrible country. Would you not buy Nike because of this? Uh yeah, I would. I will avoid it. Really? Yeah. I'm not going to organize a boycott or anything, because I have many things to accomplish throughout the day. (laughs) Um, But, no, if I got a choice between Nike and something else, I'll go with something else. Hmm. I just think I think it's incredibly cynical by Nike masquerading as enlightened because they know that vague snowflake. I'm outraged about bad stuff and totally in favor of good stuff, and anybody who disagrees with me is either gonna make me cry or I hate them because they're a bad person. They're just siding with that
2: crap. you think it's cynical or is it just cold hearted business?
1: Oh well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah,
2: or is that cynical?
1: Uh, they're both the same. Although, uh, listen, I'm willing to engage in cold-hearted business on our behalf all freaking day long, man. <laughs> but I'm not going to be cynical and like uh, uh, trash the country and chuck the flag and the rest well, of I it. Well,
2: I haven't seen the ads. Is there any country trashing in there? It's oh, just it's,
1: it's it's the the, the subtext. Hmm. It's it's unavoidable. I mean, they didn't pick him because he's an out-of-work quarterback. You think their subtext is uh? America's bad or something? Yes, really, yeah, absolutely. Huh? Um, and and they, it polls well among teen and early twenties, particularly minority customers, which is their target demographic. Yeah,
2: I don't know if it's even particularly that.
1: particularly for the future. I
2: don't know if it's that deep. I think it's just kind of like you said earlier. I think it's just kind of a vague, young, non-white protesty.
1: Just you right. know, that vague whole thing Yeah but that's the flavor of it The flavor is this is a bad country man And white people are bad And I'm against it as they. And this is what bothers me so much about a lot of progressives Particularly young Is instead of recognizing The unbelievable success This country has been in freeing people And continues to be With some serious stupid moves and flaws they, They're always comparing the United States To some imaginary utopia As opposed to every other country that exists on Earth, because there's like 250 of them you can look at, real countries, to measure us against. And most of them are really, really ugly.
2: I just. uh, Why does everything have to go this direction, though? I just. I don't want everything that exists on Earth. Ask Nike. If you watch the NFL, you're for this or that. If right. you're wearing these shoes, you're for this or that. If you listen to that music, you're for this or that. I don't want if you eat at that restaurant, you're for I don't I don't right. want
1: everything to be a, a political statement. Amen to that, man. That and that's that's <laughs> that's a good point. I would like to hear about hey, our shoes are real soft so when you run your legs don't hurt or look at his golf shirt, you'll look cool. Come on. God, everything's got to be all activisty and
2: yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if Colin Kaepernick, it, it, when he's 50 or whatever, will look back on this and think, you know, I had like 10 prime years there where I didn't get to play in a. I'm really athletic. Sure would have liked to have seen how it would have done. That would have been great. That would have been great. And, I, think I, and I could have done this by going around
1: and speaking at schools or something. Well, he's richer than you and everybody who lives on your block. So he'll be okay. Oh, yeah, money's not an issue. And and I think he will have the admiration of enough people that he feels good about his life, honestly. And I, you know what? I hope he does. I don't wish the guy ill at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. What What's the last product that will be woke? Maybe toothpaste? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a... Oh, you at Crest. Okay, Trump person. Should've yeah. known. White teeth, not white people. Colgate. <laughs> you know, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Oh geez. Yeah. Oh geez. Yeah, God, you're so right. Does every aspect of life now have to be politicized? I just don't the
2: only problem I have with this, I don't I didn't d I I didn't get the anti American feeling. I don't know. I just don't feel like it's that deep. But um The only thing that bothers me is is anybody acting like or Nike acting like they took any risks here. Colin Kaepernick took huge risks here. Even though he's ungodly wealthy, he did he did, you know, he risked his ability to get to play football, which I'm sure means a lot to him. Speaking of a life of purpose, that's been his purpose. And has stuck with it in the face of that. Mm -hmm. Nike didn't risk a freaking thing. I guarantee you, they did the focus groups, they did all the calculations, they figured out this is going to make them more money than not doing it. Go ahead. Right. And so don't get any credit for really laying it out there. No matter what happens, I'm just comfortable because this is the right thing to do. No, you thought this would make you the most money.
1: How about pet grooming? Make your pet great again. Uh, pet grooming versus, let's see, what would it be? Like, Forward pets and then have like a a pink, a rainbow, forward pets, and it just have a couple of male dogs walk in side by side, and a rainbow, and the rest of it. (laughs) Woke pet
2: groomers. (laughs) So, God, I hate to bring this up in light of what I just said, because I absolutely mean it, but Trump takes this Nike thing to the next step by tweeting about it. Yep. And then all of a sudden actually officially tying Nike to... Something that if you back Trump, you shouldn't be into. The resistance. And then so the first then athlete that either does or doesn't choose Nike, surely for political reasons, then we're off to the races with that whole thing. Then it's no longer.
1: You'll have some conservative right fielder say, I'm not wearing Nike anymore. And then it goes from there. Or
2: Steph Curry, even though he's got a giant contract, feels pressure to go with Nike now because he's anti-Trump. What are you not doing wearing, you know, that whole thing? So LeBron
1: and Steph and all the athletes who hate Trump are wearing Nikes. So now all of a sudden, Under Armour guys are going to be uh, pressuring that corporation to do something woke, uh, you think? Or they'll have to
2: dump so, Under Armour for so Nike. So now
1: Jim's shoes are politicized. Great. <laughs> Super.
2: Yeah, just awesome. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.